When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. An ugly win in the NFL is still a win. But today, the Browns game, the Browns win over the Lions didn't make me feel any better about this Cleveland football team. I'm your host, Josh Ploha, with another official Waiting for Next Year podcast. Browns Instant Insights Edition here with Joe Gilbert, like usual, like we are after every game. Browns just beat the Lions 13-10. I... I don't even know what to say. Oh, and but we're brought to you by Evergreen Podcast Network. We're live on Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube. But yeah, I, a win's a win. Yes, I know a win is a yeah. win. And I know the Bills just lost again. They got blown out by the Colts. I know other teams around the league are losing. But I mean, to only beat the Lions 13-10 when they didn't have Jared Goff. They had like 57 passing yards. <laughs> I mean, Joe, what are your thoughts? I know you're at the game. Yeah. Well, yeah, the win just didn't instill much confidence uh, going forward. Um, yeah, it was it was a it was not anything to write home about. But hey, they got the win. That's all you can ask for, I guess, right now with this what this team is playing like. So you move on to next week and see what you got there. But yeah, it was. Uh, this game probably created more um, more uh, questions than answers after this. Questions that Baker Mayfield will not answer to, by the way, today. He declined. I, and Baker's in a tough spot. Yes, he's the leader of the team. He should never decline the media after a game. But then again, what would he have said that would make things better? Everyone would just question what he said. But then I, I, but as a leader in the quarterback of the football team, I think he has to talk to the media too. Yeah. It's, yeah, I'm, I wrote this week. It's, uh, I'm a bit out on Baker right now. It's, it's just, it's just ugly, man. It's, that game was just pitiful. He couldn't complete, like I I wrote early in in the game, Stefanski was getting guys open quite often all day and he was just flat out missing it. it 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 was just bad and i i at this point like you gotta get credit to stefanski still making it happen but for him it, he's got to come up and just say i'm sorry you're not starting it's he's killing me baker mayfield is killing this offense there's no point of him playing do you know what else he's killing his future paychecks yeah that's true too and and just not even answering any questions after the game. That's that's just he's he's putting he's just putting on just he's I don't know, it just it just it's not a good situation right now. There's he's doing everything just to kind of ruin any kind of extension talk or future with his team really. Um and the play today was just bad. He he kept them in the he kept the Lions in the game. Because the Lions team didn't want to stay in this game, their coaching staff didn't want to stay in this game. But uh, Baker Mayfield 
his uh, his play kept them in the game, and uh, it, this made it way more close than it should have been. I can guarantee you, you can't read the comment on the bottom of the screen right now if you're watching us live from Ed Hodler, Chef Ed. Know. Thanks. <laughs> you cannot read that and not sing it. U G L Y. They ain't got no alibi. They ugly. I did not just do that live, but yes, I did. Yes, you did. Damn it, Ed Hodler. But yeah, I mean, I saw that and I smirked. I was like, you can't just read that comment and not send it to yourself. Mm-hmm. But seriously, they are the Browns are pretty ugly. I mean, defensively, they they played well today. But it I was mean, line, two. So. <laughs> yeah, well, one, it was a winless Lions, and two, it was a quarterback that has literally never started a game yet. Right. Like, congrats. Yeah. Congrats, Ronnie Harrison, for sacking. He, like, went crazy on the one sack. I was like, dude, you should be sacking this guy all day long. Like, I get it. It's the NFL, so a sack's a sack. But, I mean. Yeah. Oh, I'm not, I'm not uh, taking. Man. I'm not really taking anything out of the performance of defense. They did what they were supposed to do. They shut down a just a terrible offense. Um, but it doesn't give me any more like kind of confidence next week. They're playing just, uh, yeah, it's, that was not, that was, I, I told my dad, I was with my dad at the game. That, that was one of the worst teams I've ever seen play. And we watched some really bad Browns teams. That that Lions team was just not talented. They had two players that were good on either side. It was, it was a bad team. And how we only won by three points is, or yeah, three, um, is just not. It's tough to tough to think about because, yeah, it's it was just bad, and uh, I I don't know what else to say. It's it was uh, it was not a fun game to be at. <laughs> it wasn't a fun right? game to watch either. It was not yeah. a fun game to watch. Yeah, it was. Uh, it was just. It was a miserable the the weather kind of matched the performance. The uh it was rainy all day and uh the Browns kind of played sluggish rainy. Football. That should be the that should be the Browns slogan from 1999. Cleveland Browns football where the winter weather matches our performance. <laughs> it should be. <laughs> yeah, it's uh and I just going forward off of this because basically there's not much to talk about this game. They won, they took care of this and they took they it made it a lot more difficult, but they took care of business, and you can't really draw anything off of this game. But you can draw off of Baker Mayfield just not being. He can't. He can't be the quarterback next week. I. I'm saying it now. Like there's. Wow. He he can't move. That will he lead can't. us to yes, uh, and I'll I have some words too, but keep going. Yeah, he can't move. Like any, if he has, if he has to rush off, if he has to throw off of like uh, off his back foot, or if he has to move around in pocket, he's not going to complete a pass. He can't. He can't throw deep downfield in the pocket. Um, he threw, I don't know, three or four or five guys over their head. A couple of them were picks, and it's just he. If this is my, this is what I was talking about during the game like if if we paid case keenum six million dollars a year what is the point of him if he, if he can't play when the starting quarterback can't throw the ball downfield can't run has three different injuries and it's just playing one of the worst games we've seen him play all year what, what what's the point of him being on the team we might as well just have you and me behind him because he's never going to get in <laughs> it's true it's just 
it's just a waste of money then. Like, I don't understand why Kevin Stefanski, this has probably been his biggest, biggest negative this year, Stefanski. I don't know why he's sticking with him. Like, sometimes you just gotta, you gotta see what's happening in front of you and say, this is not working and we need to change it up. And I, I just don't know. I'm not, I'm not saying that Case Keenum's going to lead this team to the playoffs or be, but he's got to be better than this. Like, that was terrible. <laughs> it was just bad. It was, there's not much else to say. It, it, if Case is not playing next week, I, I don't know what to tell you. Like, because Baker's not getting healthier. <laughs> it's clearly not, like, it's clearly not something that he can get over in a week or so. It's just, it's just not good. And if I, I just, I don't know how Stefanski can't go with uh, Case uh, next week. Yeah, I know you alluded to it, but what was the point of paying Case Keenum? He is the highest paid backup quarterback in the league for situations like this. So what's the point of paying him that much money if you're just not going to play him? I mean, there's like toughness and grit and leadership only goes so far. Right. I don't know. Even the announcer said, like, Baker's going to earn a lot more respect on the sidelines for gritting this one out. But is he? I mean, right, right. at this point, he's playing so hurt that he's hurting the team. It's not he's even like he's tough yeah. anymore. He's hurting the team because he's so hurt. So, like, yeah. is are the, his teammates really respecting him more because he's tough? They might be looking at his dude. Why? We know you want to play. We know you want to play football, and we know that you want to show that you're tough and a leader. But like, at some point, you just need to realize that you are literally hurting the team right now. Like yeah. a 50% Baker is not better than a 100% Case Keenum. No, no. And and a good leader knows when to step back. Like, I, I, he's got to step up. I, I know he's – he he'll play if his arm is broken and all that crap and all that. I I respect him for it, but sometimes some, someone needs to step in and just say this is this is not working. You clearly are hurting this team. We have to go with Case. I <laughs> there's nothing else to say. It's just it's just not working. And he's he's clearly today was like one of the biggest examples of him just greatly hurting this team because the defense played all right. The run game was all right. It was solid, good. The offensive line was fine. He he just Dude, hold on. Offense. Did you just did you just say the running game was all right, solid, good? That was <laughs> okay, that was one heck of a description. All right, continue. <laughs> I, yes, uh, I did say that. <laughs> Let's. I'll go with good. I'll, I'll define it as good. Um, but yeah, it's. Uh, it, there was just one thing that was that kept the lines in the game. It was Baker Mayfield because they couldn't complete a pass. He turned it over twice. I heard Stefanski said that after the game that he somehow was still playing, uh, being smart with the football. He had two turnovers, so I'm not sure what's I don't, very I don't smart. Know very yeah. smart with oh whoa whoa you hey. did not, you did not need those two. We early, don't need. We don't need us that big. Uh, My apologize yeah. for any computer screens I might have just broke. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it's something's gotta. There's gotta be hard decisions. It's this is nothing that anyone wanted for this season, but we're here, and uh, Stefanski's got to make the tough choice and uh, 
dude. For the, especially especially with the bye week, maybe these two weeks can help. Who knows? But um, right yeah. now, he shouldn't play. Yeah, I mean, if you're gonna sit him at any point, because let's be honest, right? Next Sunday, you're expecting them to lose at Baltimore prime time. <laughs> if they win, wow. If they lose, it is what it is. So why not just sit your quarterback and give him two weeks off? Well, technically. Technically, three weeks off. Could you sit them from now until? Well, right. no, I guess it's only two weeks. But yeah, yeah, just sit them and use the bye weeks to your advantage. So Baker gets two weeks off. Will that and will that heal him that much? Well, no, it won't heal the torn labrum whatsoever. No, but maybe, maybe his foot. Or yeah, foot. yeah. You need to try something because whatever they're doing bad. right now is obviously not working. So like. Yeah, just try something new. Stefanski's in a tough spot because he's also a second-year head coach. He knows that Baker Mayfield has a lot of money on the line this year. I mean, let's be honest, he does. Mm-hmm. I mean, But at some point, you just need to step up and say, hey, I'm the head coach. You are literally yeah. hurting this team right now with how yeah. injured you're playing. Yeah, you got you to gotta put the team over the player. And I, I feel like... I feel like Stefanski has not been doing that lately. Like he's been really protecting Baker and his feelings and just kind of deflecting any negative talk towards like him as a coach and stuff. Like sometimes you just gotta, you just gotta tell your player, like you gotta play better or else someone else is going to take your spot. And we're at that spot right now. Man, this is so what I didn't imagine 11 weeks into the season, but <laughs> nope. here we are. The Browns are six and five, but I'm if you told me that they were three and eight, I'd still believe you. It's just like I'm I'm usually optimistic toward the Browns, but I have no optimism right now. Right <laughs> now, the only thing they have going for him is Nick Chubb. Oh, who, yeah, who let's, did let's who according to you. Joe did yeah, according to Joe Gilbert did all right. <laughs> It was all right, solid good. He did all right, solid good today. I said 22 the carries. Game. Nick Chubb was uh, well, he was the running excellent. game, let's be honest. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> uh, That's Nick, true. Nick Chubb 22 carries, 130 yards. Dearness Johnson, five carries, 26 yards. And then Jarvis, where was that wrinkle in the playbook all the year? By the way, Jarvis motioning in, in as the Wildcat quarterback, Baker moving like. He was like next to Jarvis, but he was like out wide. Yeah, it was he was weird. like, yeah, it was like the slot back position. It was and then weird. Jarvis takes off for a 16 yard touchdown. The only touchdown, no, my bad, not the only touchdown in the game. Oh, speaking of, I we could talk about special teams too. Special teams is even ugly today for the Browns, but we'll we'll talk about that after this. Yeah, the running game, the only the reason, the entire reason the Browns won today. Oh yeah, Nick, Nick Chubb saved saved the game. <laughs> he 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 was just. He was the whole offense because the passing game couldn't do much, and yeah, Nick Chubb. Nick Chubb is it just uh, it just shows you when when he's not in the lineup what you're missing because he is he makes so much so much plays out of nothing. Um, he was he was he was the savior of this offense. He 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 won him the game. He he did because if they didn't have him, they would have lost. It, it was clear as day because. He put it away in the fourth quarter there, um, but yeah, thank God he, thank God we have Nick Chubb. It's all I have to say. Thank God. Yeah, I mean, I completely agree. But 
I mean, it's nice to have a good running game, but when your quarterback is playing this poorly, it's – I mean, the Ravens, let's be honest. The Ravens are going to probably put seven seven guys in the box easy, maybe eight, and force Baker to beat you. Yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if they play without – maybe if DPJ comes back, he'll give them sort of like a deep threat. Mm. But if DPJ is not playing and Anthony Schwartz isn't playing with that deep threat capability either, just go all one-on-one and just force okay, – actually, let me rephrase that. Hopefully, Baker's not playing next week. Yeah. But if he does play, I would just play one-on-one and force Baker to beat you. Yeah. Don't let that, uh, beat you. Right, and that's another way of how, how it's affecting them. Like, because we can't do much in the passing game, they are just loading the box. The Detroit Lions did that today, and we still kind of were, – we were very – it was still successful, but – they were loading the box too. They they had one singles high safety almost for a lot of the game. It was, it's just showing that like even, even like the opposing defenses know what what's what this offense can do. They know they can't pass right now, and they know that the run game is the backbone. And that's not good when uh, when when a defense knows what you are and can scheme against it. Uh, like especially obviously this defense was not good enough to actually go about executing it but like next week when we play Baltimore they're going to be good enough to do that so I I just hope to God that Case Keenum starts next week because they'll at least have a chance next week I, I really with the way Baker played today I don't know how you win with him playing like that you you don't I don't think against Baltimore yeah, I'm just looking at the schedule because I know. Uh, Ken, <laughs> Ken Powaski, Pen Powaski, he commented this about seven minutes ago. Who are we beating from here on out? Win is a win, but it just masks how bad we are. Chubb won us the game. Yeah, I mean he's not wrong. We just talked about that. From yep. so the net the so re, the rest of the season, the last six games at Baltimore, home against Baltimore, home against the Raiders. At Green Bay, at Pittsburgh, home against the Bengals. They will probably only be, I mean, unless something significant changes, they they will probably only be favorites to win one of those games, which is home against the Raiders. And that's that's a big if. They might not even be favorited in that game either. Yeah, probably and the, and if we're home. talking if we're still talking playoffs, six and five. They probably have to finish the season four and two at the worst to have a shot to make the playoffs. That that would put them at ten and seven, and even then, that's iffy. That's true, probably. Yeah. So if you lose in Baltimore next weekend, you have to win four of your last five games. So I mean, I'm not talking like I know that's like the wide the wide picture, but then again, it's week eleven. And the Browns had super not only playoff aspirations but Super Bowl aspirations. So at some point, you need to start talking playoffs and be worried about the Browns not even making the playoffs. Yep, yep, that's where we're at right now, guys. <laughs> Fun times, <laughs> good times, good times in Cleveland. Good times. Well, pretty much we can. The next two weeks is going to tell us if we have a chance or not. So we'll we'll know <laughs> if we some if we split it. If we um if obviously if we win both of them. Um, but if we get <laughs> All right, go on. Um, and then if we get swept, it, it, this will this these next two games will definitely it's, it's going to decide the season probably. If we if we get swept and don't win, we're you can start looking at the quarterbacks. 
uh, not in the draft because I, I, would I know, say I, know the I draft see, quarterbacks. I know I see uh, there's a comment on the side there from Mark that uh, do a deep dive on the uh, on the draft, but uh, that's no, 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 no. He's saying take a dive as in like tank. I think. Oh, 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 I got you. I got Mark you. Nolte, maybe take a dive and draft a franchise quarterback. I think he's talking about tanking, but. Mm. The Browns have technically – oh, I didn't mean to hit that. The Browns have technically already won too many games to get a top-tier quarterback. Yeah. But then again, they're, Plus, let's be honest. this is not the year to do one. This is not the year. I mean, yeah. I think Kenny – is it Kenny Pickett from Pittsburgh? Probably the yeah. best quarterback in the class. But even yeah. then, I saw or, one of the draft guys, I think it was Dame Brudler, said that none oh, of the quarterbacks this year would have been a top-five quarterback last year. Oh, yeah. The old Miss guy is also good, but uh, yeah, this is not the year, and 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 this is not the team to put a friend to put a rookie quarterback. I really, I th- I really think like this off season. I don't want to talk about this right now, but <laughs> well, I'll just say this: this is this off season. We're not drafting a quarterback. This is going to be a off season where they're going to look for a veteran improvement. And that's like in hopefully they can maybe pry away Russell Wilson or Aaron Rodgers or one of those top guys. Or man, this them. can we can have such a clickbaity headline for a podcast <laughs> if the Browns are like out of the playoffs in the next few weeks and just do like Josh and Joe talk about Russell Wilson and Aaron Rodgers <laughs> trades to the Browns. I, I hate I, clickbait I, headlines, but <laughs> let's just do one sometime. Let's just... <laughs> But yeah, oh, no, no, I, my bad. The, the clickbait headline would read like Josh and Joe discuss the Browns potentially getting a Pro Bowl <laughs> quarterback in a trade. Sources say. <laughs> but yeah, this is that's just what I'm talking about. It's it's not where this is a t- I still believe this is a win now situation. The talent is here. We we clearly know that. Um I I just it just hasn't come together and I don't know how much you can blame on just one guy, but it's the way the quarterback is playing right now. It's not hard to see. I, you have to like, I, I posted that they were making, uh, Stefanski was, um, uh, was getting guys open with his play calls today. And I got so many comments on Twitter. I know. Don't say it, Josh. I know Twitter, but, uh, there's just so many comments like, "What are you guys like? What are you watching? Like, I want <laughs> the the rosy glasses towards Baker needs to, Stay to stop." Off of <laughs> <laughs> but it, it just the like you want to if you want this team to be better than the '99 team, fine. Go ahead and have there. You're already there. Baker is already better than every other quarterback they've had since '99. But that's not what you want. Like that's not the that's not the ceiling of what you want this team to be, and you shouldn't expect that. Like just being better than Derek Anderson, Brady Quinn. Joe, do you know what you should expect though? <laughs> yes. To always have negative comments from Browns Twitter on Twitter, especially during a game. <laughs> well, this right, is not going. even yeah. But it's just an overall. It's just it makes no sense. Like you guys, if you want Twitter or Browns Twitter, because Twitter makes no sense. But go on, I'll, yeah. I'm just gonna yes. keep on harping on this. 
I cannot believe it's you started this conversation. Twitter. You started this saying. discussion off with I got talents on Twitter, and I knew that it was like a slope that was only going to go downhill. But continue. I, this is not just pure Twitter. I know people that have this opinion too, and it's it's just if it just goes to the overall argument that we will Twitter probably, sucks. Well, yes. <laughs> You're never going to let me get this point off, are you? <laughs> As I was saying, uh, it's just it just goes to the overall point that I, I don't know what ceiling Baker has right now, and that's going to be probably the biggest question this offseason. Like, what ceiling, what, what kind of ceiling does this team have with Baker as their quarterback? And if, 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 if it's just one win in the playoffs and hopefully get in there, then you probably have to look uh, elsewhere. And that's where, uh, that's where we're at. I didn't expect this. I thought he was going to make a jump this season. I said it on this podcast before the season. I thought he was going to have a huge uh, kind of blasting off here and uh, it's gone backwards quickly. (laughs) I think the problem here is that when you said ceiling and it being Christmas season, well, not technically. Christmas time starts Friday, but besides that, um, I immediately thought of the movie Elf, and just imagine like Baker being in like the Baker being the Elf, where like the ceiling's too low. But that's all I'll say about that. <laughs> do you get where I'm going? Do you do you understand I, I where I'm going with that? I do. Okay. I so badly like Baker and Collins. I know, I think I brought this up. Oh yes, earlier, a few weeks ago. I know the what comparisons you're between Kate Baker, Mayfield, and Colin Sexton are like now, there's now more comparisons like... than anything. Yeah. One, they're e- they're easy for Cleveland fans to like. Yep. Two, they work their asses off. Let's be honest. Yeah. Their work ethic, they work their asses off. They're tough. Three, as nails. because yes, they're tough. Four, you want them so badly to succeed, yeah. but like they're doing everything on the court and on the field to not and now that they're both hurt now it's even more comparable but i I just those two i know this is brown's podcast i want so badly Mm. imagine baker mayfield being the guy that brings the super bowl to the cleveland you know what i mean it's just one of those things but i don't know if he's the guy how many times have we said oh he fits cleveland like he does but like he gets us the (laughs) hashtag gets us (laughs) he gets us it's just the play is just not there, man. It sucks. It really sucks, dude. Because I, I wanted him so much to be the guy. And he just simply hasn't been. And he's going backwards. And it's going backwards fast. Like, this is one of his worst games of his career today. It was bad. Well, besides last week, which shows you how bad things are. Which, right? Yeah. <laughs> that was a, that was an overall bad <laughs> game. <laughs> but yeah, it was. Uh, Man, yeah. Well, we, I was expecting to be on here for twenty seven minutes, but it's been like twenty five minutes of Baker talk. So that and shows have, you where this thing's going. And we didn't talk about the uh, special teams yet. Uh, I mean, but Jamie Gillen, Jamie Gillen. You, I think the Browns had the ball at the forty five yard line. So like most kickers, would be like, all right, just either make them fair catch it inside the 10 or at least kick inside the 10. If it bounces in the end zone, it bounces in the end zone. The guy fair caught it at the 19 yard line. Like what the hell are you doing? He never, got excuse my language. 
It was Adam, like a 27-yard punt on the 45. Like the worst case scenario is it bounces in, in the end zone and they get the ball to 20. You don't never let a guy fair catch at the 19. No. Five he had five punts for 37.8 yards. That is terrible, man. That is terrible. 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 Just terrible. terrible. Who said that, by the way? <laughs> Who is that terrible guy? That's just terrible. But yeah, I Jamie Gillen's another one. Scottish Hammer. I want him so badly to succeed, succeed, yeah. but like I don't think he's it either. And then, no. I mean, there's only Chase McLaughlin. He's been great all year. Yeah, he missed one an extra. Just... He missed an extra point today, and didn't he, he miss a field goal? Well, he got he, he blocked. He got blocked. Uh, extra That's point, right. And then, yeah, whatever. I knew it was. I knew it was one of those things. But yeah, and then there's the literally the besides the Browns running game. I mean, the defense did well, yes, but they also went against. I don't even know the guy's first name. Boyle. Tim. I don't even know this first name. Tim. Tim. Tim Boyle. They went against Tim Boyle. Tim. I couldn't. I could not tell you a Lions receiver that recorded a pass. I think like St. Brown maybe was one. I'm on. I'm on St. Brown. Yeah. Like I could. I don't know the quarterback's first name, and I couldn't name a receiver. That shows how irrelevant that offense oh, is. They they, had, DeAndre they had, Swift. DeAndre yeah. Swift is a great running back. But like that's a, that's all they have. That's it. Oh yeah, yeah. I forgot about the ten. Yes, yeah. I forgot about CJ. Hackinson. Those are the only two people that you can talk. And then their that's and it. Their, their tackle is uh, Panay Sewell, the guy. Yeah, and the, then their their guy. left guard that's is. It. That's no, it. No, their no their left guard is from Ohio State, and the right tackle oh. is from Ohio State. Taylor Decker <laughs> and Jonah Jackson, which Jonah Jackson got the unnecessary roughness call or whatever. It was during a TV timeout, and they came out after the game. And they said something about someone's mom. And that's why he got it. So I love to hear what he said about someone's mom that he got a 15 no penalty for it. <laughs> yeah. And those, like, those are the Ohio State linemen that you were like, eh, I don't think I really want those guys. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, it's bad. Like, the fact it, that the Browns only won 13 cents today, there's a reason why we're so negative throughout this podcast. Right. Yeah. I mean, they were 13 and a half point favorites and one third, they didn't even score 13 points. Nope. They were 13 and a half point favorites and didn't even score 13. Like Vegas I don't bad, didn't, didn't even score 14. My bad. Didn't even like, score I don't 14. even know what Vegas was thinking. Like, did you guys watch last week? <laughs> Vegas is thinking, oh, Josh Paloha might do a seven point teaser on the Browns. Yeah, let's just put it at 13 and a half. That's exactly what Vegas is thinking. <laughs> but Man, I, I, it's just so, I don't know. Maybe Sunday night, things will hey, change. Shock if the things... world. Let's go, Cleveland. Shock the world. Cleveland versus everyone. <laughs> Seriously, if, if you guys... It's so cliche. If, it is so if, cliche. If we if we want to come on here, act positive, Browns have to show it on Sunday. Go out and the Browns. This. I'll be completely honest. It was a few weeks ago where Joe and I came on here. It was like literally we started at like 12 45, 1 o'clock. And I was miserable the next day at work because I got no, like I didn't fall asleep till like 3 a.m. <laughs> so if the, Sunday night's ugly, I know we do this post game podcast after every podcast or after every game, but it might be like a Monday night after work then. Hopefully it's not. If they win, it will be on here immediately. Oh, yeah. But I just, I hate, I hate writing super negative stuff and I hate even more talking about it on a podcast. Yep. It's just not fun. Nope. <laughs> so yeah, 
I'm yeah. surprised we've been on here for 31 minutes already. My final thoughts are the Browns are six and five. Yay. But like, <laughs> what's there to be positive about right now? Yep. And mine are, please, God, please, can I see Case Sakino? <laughs> please. Oh, and speaking of, JOK comes back from that ankle injury, reaggravates the injury today. So he's, I'm, I'm not going to, this, I'm not hearing anything. I didn't see the press conference or anything. Yeah. I'm assuming he's going to go back on the IR. If it's the same ankle injury, so that's a huge loss too in the linebacker. Mm-hmm. Like the Brown, like I said, the Browns won ugly. An yeah. ugly win in the NFL, especially in the NFL, is still a W, but it's hard to be optimistic about this team right now, which sucks a lot. Yep. But here that's we are. So thanks for joining us, guys. Yep. Ed Hodler, thank you for making me sing that song. U G L Y. I'm not gonna do it again because I even dance and White man can't dance. That perfectly describes me. But it's wrong just, movie. No, I know it's white man white can't man. dance. No, white man can't jump. Well, I can't jump either. White man can't dance. There's like some sort of saying, but white man can't uh, jump. That also describes me. So either way, it's a strategy. <laughs> we need to get off her. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, thanks for joining us, guys. Sorry yeah. it was Baker talking super negative talk, but I mean it's just the reality of the situation right now. Yep. Check the world, so, Cleveland. Cliche. Cleveland versus wait, isn't Cleveland versus everyone? Which Cleveland is literally Cleveland versus the which is the most cliche t shirt. That is such a Cleveland company t shirt. Hey, well, obviously. We are the Cleveland t shirt. Cleveland company. versus we're, the world. We're the t shirt. Capital of the world right here. <laughs> Usually, I hope a Cleveland t-shirt company makes a t-shirt that literally says we are the t-shirt capital of the world. <laughs> Probably do. <laughs> but thanks for joining us, guys. Like I said, like three times in the last minute. <laughs> Hopefully we'll be on here next Sunday night or <laughs> Monday morning, whatever you want to say. But yeah, Browns 6-5. and five, They just beat the Lions 13-10. They play at Baltimore next Sunday night, primetime, 8-20 start. Maybe I know Joe wants Casey Keenum to start. I'm sure a lot of Cleveland does because of all the booze in the stadium today. I guess <laughs> we'll sure, find out. I'm sure some of the teammates do too. Exactly. No, they, according to the announcers, they all think it's super tough. <laughs> Thanks for joining us, guys. We'll be with you, or we'll be back next week. See ya. See ya. The Korean War has sadly been known as the Forgotten War, but half a century earlier, the United States was locked in a bloody conflict in Asia that's been all but erased from the history books. Hi, I'm Alex Hasty, the host of Ohio vs. the World, an American history podcast on the Evergreen Podcast Network. In our newest episode, we speak to experts about the Philippine-American War, America's first Asian counterinsurgency conflict. The heroes, the villains. We'll discuss President McKinley, Admiral Dewey, the vicious brutality of the fighting and the scandals and war crimes that nearly sunk Theodore Roosevelt's presidency. Check out our show, Ohio vs. the World, on the Evergreen Podcast Network for our new episode about America's most forgotten war. Now back to the show.